Are you ready to escape reality for a bit? Well, welcome to your TV Digest. to Riverdale it came back on Wednesday um that was the 16th I believe and I usually can't watch it on Wednesdays so I try to watch it at lunchtime at work the next day on Thursday that's my normal thing so yes I was definitely excited today as I record this on Thursday about watching it so I'm so happy it's back so the way we're going to do Riverdale breakdowns is that I'm going to talk about what's happening with each of the main characters and then we'll sprinkle in some other extra bits from the overall storyline as well. So I know they have certain people to consider main characters probably that I'm considering them. But for me, the main characters, of course, are going to be Archie, Veronica, Jughead and Betty like that's just the core um there are other people that are probably casted or listed in the the show's head notes headlines whatever they call it um as main characters and I mean they're important too but it's really about that core four okay that's that's really who we care about like just to be honest like that's what we really care about so we're gonna talk about what's going on with them in this episode like I said and then some other things that are happening on so let's see who do I want to start off with today I guess let's start off with Betty you know because Betty is my girl you know she is so brave every time like basically every episode I'm like Betty you are the bravest girl I know I like literally the bravest girl I know okay because there are there, there's like mur- murders be- I can't even speak per usual there are there are murderings happening I don't even know if I'm saying that right murderings that's happening murders that are happening that sounds better murders that are happening um you know your family the dad's a killer you know like there's just so many things happen and yet when something needs to be investigated or figured out she is out there in the streets finding it you know it'd be pitch black at night no lights and yet she's out here to find the truth and that would not be me so that's why I consider her to be the bravest of them all because ooh, what she be going into I'm like aren't you scared like I don't know how you took that upon yourself as a teenager to get to the bottom of these things but that's what she does so Betty is my girl and this episode, she's dealing with, of course, breaking out of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy and trying to bring them, you know, to to turn on Hiram and, and expose him. Plus, keep these kids that she got out as well under control because they're still going crazy because they're still taking the fizzle rocks. Well, I don't know if all of them are, but some of them are because um, they have a little supplier. So, yeah. So she's dealing with those two things and I don't, yeah. So I think what's so crazy is I really need them to dive into the farm because her mom and sister 
always talk about the farm and it I mean it's a cult basically the way they talk about it is like it's definitely a cult but I want to know more like what's going on who is this I think her mom said was his name Edgar or Edward I can't remember but what ends up happening is she's trying to find a place for these kids to go because they can't stay in her house and people keep trying to get them to go and then eventually they do they go to the farm so I'm like, well, that's what we really need to delve into is this farm. She didn't seem as distraught as I thought she would be when she found out they were taken there. So that was surprising to me. But um, yeah, that was weird. And then with the sisters of that, like finding out that they weren't really nuns and really like they've been, I guess, disavowed from the church so long. And they're just doing they had been doing this dirty work of Hiram for many years. And then, of course. They get bailed out and then they kill themselves for the stupid gargoyle king. It's crazy. Makes no sense. But I that's another thing. Too. I really need to understand this game. Like, how does this game have this much power? Like, how does Hiram have this much power? Like, I just want to understand. But yeah, so Betty is kind of taking some L's. Yeah, so, but you know, she's still being brave as always and keeps going like I said keeps going at it so she's trying um let's move on to let's move on to Jughead I guess one being how did he get back into the city because it ended with him not being able to get back in because of the barricade the quarantine but I guess you know we're supposed to assume that because he's in a gang they got him in I don't know I thought it was going to be more like they couldn't just the way it ended I thought it was going to be like, you can't get back in. But I guess they were like, nah, we won't go with that storyline. We need him back in that city, okay? Um, that would have been more interesting, I think, though, if he was still on the outside. But he's not. He's back in Riverdale. And people are again questioning him as a leader of the serpents. And I mean, I sometimes question it too, because I still don't understand about when that happened. Like, I can't remember. It's been a while. But it was just like his dad was it or something. And then like stuff was going on with that. And then all of a sudden he he didn't want him to be in the gang. And then and now he's a leader. It was just I never understood that because I'm just like, OK, y'all are supposed to be a legit gang. But the gang is really just a bunch of teenagers. So I guess it makes sense that you are the leader as a teenager as well. But it's just weird because it's like, how is the dad before then always the has been the leader of this teenage g- I don't know it just is kind of weird when you really think about the serpents like they're all teenagers and they had the dad who was like their father basically I don't know do I guess do gangs work this way I don't know I don't know gang life so that was just what I was going through my head at the moment but he he's always struggling with being a leader at times so the main thing was it ends up Fang, one of the gang members, was selling the drugs, Fizzle Rocks, on the side to Betty's little group of misfits. I guess I shouldn't call them that, but they kind of are like misfits. But anyway, he was selling that because his mom is sick. They don't have jobs. They just out here camping basically in the woods. They don't really have a place to stay since their trailer park was taken over by Hiram. So he had to make money somehow. So he's like, well, you know, 
we'll just keep this on the down low and we won't talk about it because you're not supposed to do that against code yada 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 come to find out Cheryl and Tony have been stealing from rich people so of course they go and steal from Hiram which side note I never understand these shows how people just have windows open doors unlocked I guess it's like oh it's a small town we're safe but you know this town y'all have things going all the time y'all have murders happening of teenagers um gunmen's out here mass people like I think it's not a safe town so I don't understand why you would have things unlocked and especially Hiram I mean aren't you like head honcho of a mob basically like it's weird but somehow you know window was just open for them to get in so they stole something and left their marks and then of course it's found out so to speak and comes back I'll get into that whole part of it but basically he was kind of put in a bind because fangs told someone else and they just got out so it's like the one job you had buddy was keep this on the down low and you'll be able to stay in the game but you're gonna tell somebody so of course Cheryl's like well you need to kick him out then too because Jughead's like you and Tony have to leave um the gang because you broke code so then Fangs dramatically you know takes off his jacket and leaves the gang and he's like all right Cheryl you gotta do the same thing and she's like I ain't giving this jacket back she's like this is custom made okay she didn't say that part but that's probably what she was thinking since everyone has a black jacket and hers is red so I doubt she wanted to give that up um so yeah I mean they're kicked out I guess because later on he gives Fangs a chance to redeem himself by going undercover in the Gargoyle gang so many gangs um, well, just two, but you know what I mean? It's just like too many things to keep up with. Everybody breaking off in these little gangs. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That would be interesting. So yeah, he's struggling to keep things together. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Jughead sometimes. I just don't know. Don't know, and they said that Jughead was gone for a month because they were mad about that too. Like you left us for a month, you know. We we need money. We need to like make some, you know, make money. We need jobs. I'm like, so he was gone a month with Archie when they left my trip. I always wonder about timelines in in Riverdale because it just makes no sense the timelines. So that's interesting that they pointed out that he was gone a month on this trek with um Archie before they split ways found that interesting but anyway let's let's talk about Archie shall we so Archie of course is off on his own across the border um because you know everyone around him always gets hurt so he he needed to do this on his own and he did dye his hair dark at the end of the episode last time so I'm like oh that's a good look probably because that's his natural hair color and that red is kind of ridiculous but you know Archie is a redhead so he had to have his hair red but I'm like, yes, the dark hair is nice. It just looks, it just looks better. It just looks better. So he's in the woods. I, I guess he's working with rangers basically. Cause he was talking to this ranger and she was, he was checking in and stuff. And she's like, you still want to stay on this? And he's like, yeah. Cause he's basically secluded out there with the dog. She's like, all right, be careful. There's bears sighting. So be careful. I'm like, well, that means he's going to be attacked by a bear. And of course he's attacked by a bear. 
and he goes into this dreamlike state because obviously he is um, hurt very badly by the bear, but he called out for them to help him, and I'm guessing they're on their way, but they are breaking up, but I assume they're still on the way because they got from what he was saying that he was hurt, so they have to realize, let's go. Um, I'm going to come back to Archie because that was a big ending of how it ended, which I'm like, I, I mean, I just know that it's just not going to end this way. Anyway, um, who am I missing? Veronica, Veronica. Okay. That's the last person to talk about Veronica. So Veronica, I don't know why she always thinks she's going to outsmart her dad who for years has been run, running a mob. Like you are a child. Like, how are you going to beat him? at like what he's so good at but you know what more power to her she keeps trying and I mean she kind of has won this round so to speak so far because she has her little underground um dang what is it called underground I don't know why I'm drawing a blank of what it's called anyway it's like a bar but it's not a bar it's more fancy it's just I don't know it's basically a bar where they serve, well, they were serving mocktails, but now apparently they're ser- serving alcohol as well, because as well because Reginald is going across state lines to get beer. Like I don't, okay, so whatever they're doing all that, but her dad is like, oh, you have to pay me a certain amount of percentage because to protect you from the gargoyle gang from attacking, which is his own people. So it's like, what? That makes no sense. So she has to pay him to keep her business open because if not, his people are going to beat up her people because they attacked Reginald and then they came for, um, oh man, Josie. They came for Josie because she's the talent at the little place and she was brave too because let me tell you, if I was coming up to my apartment room and that person came out around the corner with that mask on. I don't know how she got in her um, apartment so easily. Because I would have been struggling to put the key in. And she held the door from him coming in. Because um, I don't remember seeing her lock it behind her. She just kind of like basically got in the room, slammed the door. And he's like bang on the door. So anyway, that was interesting. But she, she held him off. So she was like, you better get this together or I'm out basically. <laughs> um so she was trying, but he was like, how you, you think you're going to get me? Like, I'm not dumb cooking the books, trying to do this. Like, no. And, um, what ends up happening is Jughead's like, we'll be your security serpents because I need a job. And that's how it ended up being for Cheryl and Tony to be kicked out because they stole from Hiram. And so he's like, I know it was them. I need my stuff back. So do that. So she's like, well, if you get this back for me, then, you know, you guys are hired. So then he kind of has hands tied where he had to kick them out and get that back. So yeah, they're working for her now. So now they have jobs and Fang is going to go undercover. So that way he can get back in the gang. I don't know what's going to happen to get Cheryl and Tony back in, especially Tony, because she's basically serpent blood, as she said. So she was upset about being kicked out. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on with Veronica. Oh, and Veronica and Reginald. We know that was coming. I mean, they've been building up. They've spent so much time together. Um, so, of course, 
they're going to probably start a relationship and then Archie will be back. So then that would be awkward, right? That's how it always ends up. But coming back to Archie. So Archie is injured in the middle of the woods, middle of nowhere. And basically it's one of those situations, you know, when someone is hurt and they're kind of like nearing death. They go in like this dreamlike state or having hallucinations. That's basically what happens to him. And it has to do with the game, Griffins and Gargoyles. And so he has like these three rounds of the games and his little dream, which is kind of like moving him closer to like, you know, not making it. So the first round was with, I forgot about all these people, but these original people from a while ago that were been passed away or he killed or somehow was involved and they not that he killed because what am I saying he didn't kill them but like something happened to where they end up getting killed so then of course he blames himself for that so it was those people and I didn't write their names down because I when it was happening I was like mm, who are these people again and they said their names and I'm like still not ringing the bell don't remember so if you remember you can you can let me know you can just tweet me or something because I'm like I don't remember so that was the first round. And the second round was the warden from the jail because I was another person that was in the game and had him doing the fighting, was trying to get him killed because of the game. So that was going on. And, you know, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. I knew I should have read this down because the first round he had to do something. I'm trying to remember what he had to do. Because I remember the second round he had the, the warden was like, you have to, um, kill the gargoyle king and then it switched to kill the man in black which is Hiram so he had to go in his dream it took him back to um season two when he had confronted Hiram and he was going to do something about it but he didn't because he's a good guy so it's like well now you need to go and finish the job and actually do it so he like killed Hiram in that dream I'm gonna have to go back and remember what the first round was I really oh it's coming back to me it's coming back to me the first round was dealing with the um the black hood the black hood so that situation where people were getting killed he kind of blamed himself so it was those people associated with the black hood so in that round he had to go and actually kill him in this situation when his dad had gotten shot so you know he blamed himself for that so it was kind of like the final round was with his friends, Veronica, Jughead, and Betty, and it had to do with confronting himself because basically this whole entire time he's been blaming himself for everything that's happening in those different scenarios, just like everything, you know, it's my fault and people keep getting hurt and killed around me and he just won't let it go. So he basically had to take care of, kill himself basically in that state, which I was like, that pretty much means if he does that, that he's going to die. So, yeah, that's pretty much what happens. They get to, well, they get to him, the rangers. They bust in the little cabin and he's just there on the bed with his eyes wide open. And they're just like, wake up, wake up. And they're like shaking their head. So, I mean, that's how the episode ends. So I'm thinking that means... I mean, seemed pretty dead to me because in the dream, he, he definitely like beat himself up, basically what they insinuated. So to me, that means like he's a goner, but there's no way he's for real dead. 
no way okay he is a vital member now there are plenty of shows that kill off main characters but I don't think Riverdale is that kind of show and I don't believe that that um KJ Appa who plays Archie is like leaving the show yet not to my knowledge so I know when people leave the shows they have to like write in something happening to them but I don't think that's what's going on I don't think he would leave yet it's still kind of in its prime so I'm like he's not dead there's no way and if he was for real gonna be dead then the show is dead okay because what is a show without Archie like y'all basing this off Archie in the comics so if there's no Archie what's the point I know it's not a full like mirror to the comics but still so that's how it ends so it's kind of like whoa how is he going to come back to life or is them cutting away just making it seem like he's dead but like they are going to somehow revive him when they come back like you know it's it's going to be interesting it is definitely going to be interesting so it definitely was a good comeback to the second half of the season three so I was I was entertained um it's going to be interesting I saw I guess this is a side note or additional thing I saw that they're doing another musical so last season they did a musical episode and they based it off Carrie the musical yeah that's a musical right movie slash musical well now they're going to be doing one for um I think I think it's called Heathers or it might be the Heathers. Regardless, I never saw Carrie and I never saw the Heathers or Heathers. So I don't feel any kind of way. Now, last year, the musical, it actually wasn't that bad. Um, I've seen better, I feel like. But, I, you know, I love musicals, so I wasn't like mad about it. So I feel like it's going to be a um, good episode whenever it comes out. I didn't read when it was going to actually premiere, but... They did announce that's happening. So it's like, oh, that'll be fun. Something to look forward to. Um, so I'm definitely interested in seeing how are they going to bring him back to life slash is he like not really dead. So it's not really like bringing him back to life, but something of that nature. So that'll be interesting. That's really the biggest thing. And I'm I'm curious as to when they're going to start um, talking about the farm because I just feel like something about that. It's going to be important um, because it hasn't gone away yet. So that'll be something I'm looking forward to uncovering what's going to happen with that. Um, the other thing, of course, is Cheryl and Tony. Like, are they going to be brought back in or just not going to be rogue? Like, it's just kind of weird. I I feel like Cheryl, Cheryl is getting more and more just like she always do whatever she wants. So being in a gang is not necessarily, I don't feel her forte, but Tony's been a gang her whole life. So will they want to, she want to go back because Tony wants to go back. That will be very interesting. So yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Hopefully will be explained, explored in the rest of this season coming up. Um, yeah, we'll see next, next week should be interesting because the preview it seemed like Hiram got shot. So that's interesting as well. They didn't, I don't, no, they didn't show any clippings of Archie. So they really aren't trying to give away if he's alive or not. But like I said, there's just no way he's dead. There literally is no way he's dead. Um, yeah, 
there's no way. Okay, as always, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram if you want to chat. Either platforms work for me. I try to live tweet when I can, which normally is not during Riverdale, like I said, because I'm not available on Wednesday nights to watch it live, unfortunately. So I try to avoid Twitter so that I won't see spoilers. But then Thursday after I watch it, I'm like, you know, put out my tweets like I actually am live tweeting (laughs) so yeah go ahead and let me know what you thought about this week's episode and what are you looking forward to for next week so until next time bye